Hey, what's up, everyone? And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk. Sorry for the late delay. It has been a wild couple of weeks. Um, I just came back from vacation. Uh, it was Mother's Day yesterday. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Um, so yeah, it's been wild. Um, but nonetheless, here we are. Um, if you haven't yet, go hit that follow button on Instagram, real talk underscore podcast one and share it with a friend, tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend, you know how it goes. Okay. So this week we're going to jump right into it. Pretty usual. Um, well actually last week I should say I had posted a poll, um, asking what you guys wanted to hear about this week, which I always do. Um, and everybody surprisingly wanted to talk about, um, abusive relationships, and, um, I thought that was interesting. So I was like, cool topic. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to an abusive relationship at some point in time being either emotional, verbal, physical. Um, and if you can't relate, um, maybe, you know, someone who does, maybe, you know, someone who is dealing with that right now. Maybe, you know, someone who needs help, um, is stuck, doesn't know how to get out of a situation, um, all that good shit. So we are going to get into that right now. And I did post a questionnaire and I had asked everyone, what did they think was worse, emotional abuse or physical abuse? And surprisingly, I got a lot of people saying emotional abuse. So I thought that was interesting. So I had DM'd all the people who had said emotional abuse or whatever. And I asked them, why did they feel like that was worse than physical abuse? Because if you think physical abuse, you think, I'm getting punched in my shit, I'm getting beat up, I'm getting hit, I'm getting kicked, I'm getting my hair pulled, whatever the case may be, I don't know. But um, you would think like, oh, that would be a worse type of thing. But a lot of people felt like, no, you know, like that'll heal and you'll move on from that. And emotional is worse because, you know, that sticks in your mind, that scars your, your mental, that does all this stuff. But in my opinion... I feel like physical is worse because, okay, let's think about it, right? You're with someone, you love them, you fuck with them, whatever the case may be, and they're hitting on you. In your mind, is that not emotionally abusing you as well? Like you're getting both ends, you're getting hit and you're getting emotionally messed up. You know, you're getting emotionally abused, verbally abused, physically abused, like that's all in one. So to me, I feel like, yeah, emotional abuse is it scars your your mentality, it scars your self-esteem, it fucks you up inside. But physical abuse, it does everything. You're getting hit, you're getting yelled at, you're getting emotionally abused, you're getting, you know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror a different type of way, you're wondering why this is happening to you, you're wondering all the shit. So I feel like physical abuse, in my opinion, is worse. Um, but I only had two people that said that they felt that way also. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, but again, that's just my, my view on it. Um, but I can't understand how other people feel that way also, because being in an emotionally abusive relationship, um, it makes you kind of like look at yourself a different type of way. You go into the relationship as one person and you come out a completely different person, almost like not knowing, um, 
And emotional abuse can be anything. It can be from someone calling you fat, someone calling you too skinny, someone, you know, uh, making comments about your physical, making comments about your character, making comments about, you know, all this stuff. And emotionally that fucks you up because this person is the person that's supposed to, you know, care about you and love you and all this shit. And then they're sitting here saying all this bad stuff to you. So it does make you think different on yourself, whether you like to admit that or not. Um, I also feel like verbal abuse and that kind of go hand in hand. Um, and people feel like, you know, verbal abuse is like, oh, you know, whatever he, he, he didn't mean it or she didn't mean it. You know, they were just in a bad mood or, you know, whatever the case may be. If somebody's continuously sitting there calling you a stupid bitch, if someone's continuously sitting there calling you an asshole piece of shit, Blah, 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 whatever the fuck you can think of. If somebody is continuously calling you that, that is how they feel about you. Pay attention to how people treat you because that is exactly how they feel about you and never get that fucked up. Like a lot of people will sit there and show you their true colors and you will still sit there and try to paint a different picture. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever sit there and try to paint a different picture. Believe who they are showing you that they are. If they leave you, or they sit there and they're they don't wanna they don't wanna be with you. They don't wanna fuck with you no more. And you're sitting here trying to make up every excuse in the world for why they just don't wanna be with you anymore, besides the fact that they just don't want to. You know what I'm saying? You're hurting yourself. And that goes back to the other episode of taking responsibility for the shit that, you know, we allow and we deal with. If somebody is continuously cheating on you and you decide to stay, and then every other week, you're sitting there wondering why y'all continuously keep breaking up. Why are you not good enough? Why are you not this and that? You know, you start questioning your character. That's abuse as well. You know what I'm saying? Abuse isn't just punching someone in their shit. Abuse is, abuse is a long spectrum. It can go all different ways. Um, and I feel like a lot of people don't sit there and view that. A lot of people just view abuse as physical abuse or, you know, whatever. And verbal and emotional abuse is very, very real thing. It is very real. And I feel like continuously cheating on someone and continuously hurting them and fucking up their self-esteem and, you know, coming back when you feel like it's good for you to come back and on your convenience. And, you know, just because I know this person's still going to be there no matter what I do, I'm going to come back and they're still going to be there. You know, that's abuse. That's that's literal abuse. So I feel like that that might be why more people felt emotional abuse was was worse because it's more relatable. You know, a lot more people deal with verbal and emotional abuse as opposed to getting punched in their face or getting hit or, you know, being in like a physically abusive relationship. So I feel like a lot of people said that because they can relate more and that kind of sticks with you in your mental, your you know, you, you're fucked up in your head after that. No matter what happens, your self-esteem is gone. You will never view yourself the same when you look in the mirror. Um, so I felt that was interesting. I thought that that was cool to, you know, get different people's perspective on that. And, um, also I had pulled up some statistics because, you know, I don't fucking know everything. So I had pulled up some statistics and they were literally mind-blowing. I'm trying to pull them up now. But when I tell you mind-blowing, I was like, nah, there's no way that these are real statistics. But they were. So since corona has happened, since the pandemic has hit or whatever the case may be, what, well, how long ago was that? Like we're We're pushing over a year now. Since that has happened... The domestic violence 
percentage has gone up 89%. So not counting how bad it already was in America or wherever that people are getting fucked up on a daily in their households. Since the pandemic, it has went up 89%. So you know what I'm saying? Like you, you could do the math on that. You could, you know, that is wild to me. Like to have to sit in a household every single day and get hit on or, you know, your children have to get hit on it. Cause that's also like, we can talk about that also because a lot of people, I feel like they don't get into that. Um, like, People who treat your children a different type of way, people who talk shit to your children, people who, you know, uh, like one kid and don't like the other favoritism and this and that and that, that's abuse. Like if you're sitting there making my child feel less than themselves or making my child feel some type of way, that's abuse. And you need to go about your fucking business because that's a problem. Like they don't have to hit you, choke you, slam your head into a wall in order for it to be domestic violence. They could downgrade you. They could humiliate you. They could blame you, scream at you, fucking lie to you, cheat on you, like hold money from you, not let you have your own money, um, control you. That is all still domestic violence. Like- And it's like abusers don't abuse every day. Like they have good moments. There's days where, you know, they'll do the right things. And then there's moments where they say the correct words. And when this happens, like the key is to remember that it's just an abuser having a good day. Like there's still an abuser based on all the other days. Like you could, you can't sit there and like, you know, whatever. So statistics show that 20,000 phone calls are placed to domestic violence hotlines daily. 20,000 of them. 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner. Intimate partner violence accounts for 15% of all violent crime in the United States. 15% of any crime done in the United States is domestic violence. One in three women and one in four men have been victims. So let's get into that real quick, because I know when we think about domestic violence, we automatically think about the woman getting hit, right? There are so many men who deal with women putting their hands on them and they don't hit them back because they were raised to not touch females or not, you know, put their hands on women. And I feel like that goes both ways. If a guy is to punch a girl in her face and knock her the fuck out and the police come and arrest him, I feel like if a woman was to punch her boyfriend in the fucking face, she should go to jail as well. What's the difference? What's the difference? Because maybe you didn't punch me as hard as I would have punched you in your shit. That makes it better. Absolutely not. So I feel like don't ever categorize domestic violence or abuse or whatever to women because it happens to men too. Less than maybe, but definitely happens. Um, Women between the ages of 18 to 24 are most commonly abused in some type of way. And 19% of domestic violence involves weapons that like let that sink in like not only is somebody hitting you but they're using a weapon to hit you like I feel like if you're in a situation like this or you're in any situation where you're getting abused like like I know that it's not easy to get up and leave and I know there's different situations where you know some people they hold money from them they're not allowed to have their own job they you know they they don't work and it's you know a lot of people also make it like you know, that's a good thing. Like, well, shit, I wish I didn't have to work. And I wish, like, I would never wish I didn't have my own money. I would never wish that I was dependent on somebody to fucking take care of me. I would never wish 
that I could be with someone just because they pay half of my bills or, oh, well, I'm with them because, you know, financially I can't do it on my own. So I'm gonna just stay with this person. Like I would never do that. Like grow a fucking backbone and like, you know, stand up for yourself and want better for yourself. Cause if you don't want better for yourself, you can't sit here and complain about it because you're allowing it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it would be great to not have to get up and work every single day. It would be great that I didn't have to sit and do a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to, would I rather that than have no control over my money and what I want to do? And absolutely not. Like that would never happen. Never happen. Unless it was like a situation where like I'm fired, I have no job, like some shit like that. But other than that, mm, no, I can't see that happening. So... There is a cycle of violence also. So what happens is denial, right? Denial is the center. Think of it like a circle. So what happens is the tension building is first, right? So they become moody. They start nitpicking. They start putting you down. They start yelling, drinking or drugs. They threaten you. They, you know, stop showing you affection. They criticize you. They, I don't fucking know, like add to the list. They start like, I don't know. And then what happens is the victim starts nurturing the abuser, right? Because think of a child who's getting abused, right? They're afraid of the abuser. But never one time will you ever see that child not try to get love out of this person. Almost more than the person who doesn't abuse them. They want that person to love them so bad. And in an adult domestic relationship or an abusive relationship, it's the same thing. You want them to love you so bad that you want them to treat you so well that like you're, you start to nurture them. You know what I'm saying? You, you stay away from family and friends. If they're, they come home from work and they're moody or whatever, you try to keep the kids quiet. You know what I'm saying? You, you try everything to keep the peace. You, you agree with everything they say. You try to reason with them. You, you know, you cook their favorite food or, you know, it, it's like you're walking on eggshells, Right. And then the next cycle would be battery. So then it's hitting, choking, humiliating you, rape, hitting you with a weapon, verbal abuse. They destroy your shit. It's like all this stuff, right? And then as a victim, you try to protect yourself. The police are called, the neighbor calls, the kid calls. And then you try to calm the abuser, right? You try to reason with them. You can fight back. You can leave. Like there's all different things that you can do. And then comes the honeymoon phase, right? And the I'm sorry, they beg for forgiveness. They promise to get help. They go to counseling. Um, The I'll never do it again starts to come out of their mouth every five minutes. They want to have sex. Um, They declare all this love for you. They start crying. They start doing all this shit, right? And then as a victim, you agree to stay. You return or you take them back. You attempt to stop any legal proceedings that you may have, maybe a restraining order or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, you feel happy, you feel hopeful because they're sorry and they're crying and they came back. So they absolutely have to to mean that, right? And then the cycle begins, right? Because it's, remember what I said before, it's just a good day. It's just a good day. The cycle will continuously go. It's a circle. It doesn't stop rolling. Um, so you just, you know, you have to, I don't know. You have to just remember that you're not a victim for sharing your story. You know what I'm saying? You're not a victim. A lot of people look at, you know, asking for help as being weak or whatever the case may be. That, that's not the truth. Don't ever, don't ever think that. And you may never know who needs your story. You may never know 
who may need your help. Like telling your story may save someone else's life. Telling your story may, you know what I'm saying, help someone else get out of a situation or I don't know. I feel like people don't stay in domestic violent relationships because they want to. I feel like they stay because they're like scared of the alternative. Like, oh, well, he's going to find someone else. Or she's going to find someone else or so there, someone's going to be better than me or whatever the case may be because they already don't fuck your self-esteem up. Right. So that's your mentality. So I might as well stay because at the end of the day, yeah, he's he or she is doing this and that, but they're still with me. You know, and it's like, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the right I don't know the right way to describe it. It's, it's like, you're like, imagine being held hostage and only no one knows that you're being held hostage. Like, it, that's the best way. Like, you're forced to like put on a smile during public appearances. So like, no one doesn't like think anything wrong or they don't sense that, you know, some shit is fucked up. And, and like contrary to most hostage situations, there's no like begging for your release. There's no ransom being like gathered to free you. Like your parent ain't putting together money and shit to free you. And there's definitely no mission being planned to rescue your ass. So you manage to escape instead of, you know, like asking for help and, you know, all this, this is domestic violence, like domestic violence. The definition of domestic violence is a pattern of controlling behavior that can include physical, emotional, psychological, sexual, or financial abuse, using money and financial tools to control you. Right. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting also because I don't ever think of financial abuse. Like, that's this is why I say people have your own shit. Don't depend on nobody because when you depend on somebody and you put your life in someone else's hands, mm, let me tell you, let me tell you, mm, let me tell you. I could sit here all day and do this, but we're not gonna do that. You want to know more? Hit me up, DM me. I'll tell you my story. You tell me your story. We could talk. We could, you know, we we could do this. We could do this. So, you know, and I feel like a lot of people also sit there and say, like, I would never let anyone treat me like that. You know what I'm saying? And they don't realize that abuse is not always physical or like outright verbal. Some abuse is like more slow and it starts out very slow and small indiscretions until they program you to accept their bad behavior. And then it's punishing you with emotional distance, right? Like, I don't want to talk to you. I need space. Like we're breaking up every other day and, you know, whatever, are cheating on you and they they make you feel unworthy. And then it's slowly ignoring your wants and your needs and they don't make you feel as loved and important as you do to them. And it's a progressive manipulation, you know, where you ultimately find yourself wondering how you ever even got in that situation to begin with because you don't see it happening. It's gradual. I mean, unless it's like the Enough movie where with Jennifer Lopez, where this guy, she's standing in the kitchen, my boy's cheating on her and he just punch her in her face. Like, but even then she stays, even then she, she doesn't automatically leave. Why? Because he had money and he was rich and you know, she didn't have her own shit because he took care of her and her daughter. And this is what I'm saying. Like you have to have your own backup lane. You have to have your own shit period. Like there's no, there's no other thing. Um, 
And never forget that your trauma is valid. Even if other people have experienced worse, even if someone else who went through the same experience doesn't feel, you know, like it was that bad, even if it could have been avoided, even if it happened a long time ago, even if no one ever even knew, your trauma is real and it's valid and you deserve a space to talk about it. And it doesn't like make you look pathetic or attention seeking or seeking sympathy or whatever the fuck people want to say. It's self-care. And regardless of the magnitude of your struggle, you are allowed to take care of yourself. You are allowed to unload some of the pain you carry. You are allowed to walk away from the bullshit because your pain matters. Your life matters. You matter. Your experience matters. Your healing matters. Nothing and no one can take that away from you. So don't ever let somebody have you fucked up. Period. Okay? Okay. So... <sighs> that's my rant for that because you know I get real I get real personal about this shit because I feel like people are always quick to point the finger and people are always quick to judge somebody and people are always quick to be a fucking hypocrite but never want to turn around and look at themselves. People are always quick to fuck up something that you got going on but don't never want to turn around and look at their shit. Don't ever want to turn around and look in the mirror and see what the fuck is going on with them. And that shit right there is weak and that shit right there is mind blowing to me. You sitting here fucking calling the kettle black and your life is fucked up. You know, oh, well, so what that she got, she got pushed, pushed or so what she got hit or, you know, one time I got a black eye and like your situation is never as bad as theirs. Like they always have to make their situation seem like it's that much worse. Don't ever let somebody make you feel like that. Your story is valid. Always has been, always will be, period. Um, so yeah, I'm going to open discussion for that. If you guys want to anonymously email me your stories, um, we can talk about that. Um, my email is on the page on my Instagram. Um, it is all anonymous. You do not have to tell me your name. You do not have to tell me any of that. Um, I will post a link on my story for the messages that you can leave. You can leave a message on this anchor app. When you listen to my podcast, if you do listen to it through anchor, um, Spotify. I don't know if Spotify does it or any other podcast things, but I know Anchor does. So I will also post that. Um, Let me also give you guys the domestic violence hotline number um, for anyone who might need it. It is free. It is confidential. It's 24-7. It is 1-800-799-7233. Post that. Save that share that you never know who needs it i promise you you never know like ever because most people are ashamed to talk about it like i said before so again the number is 1-800-799-7233 um so yeah let's talk about this please share this because it is a very important episode um tell a friend to tell a friend um and until next time thank you peace and always love